Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 321 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 1 of the Zohar, page 176a in Aramaic and in English. I'm going to begin by reading just a little bit of what I read yesterday, but only in the English. And then when I get to where I left off, I'll pick up with the Aramaic. I'm reading now from page 62 of the Pritzker edition volume. Three, translated by Professor Daniel Matt, uh, third paragraph. Come and see. At the time that the Blessed Holy One raised the dead through Ezekiel, that wind, though composed of four winds, did not descend in order to sustain them enduringly. Rather, it was to demonstrate that the Blessed Holy One will one day revive the dead in that manner, sustaining them by the wind comprised in this manner. That's where I left off yesterday. I'm going to pick up today right there. Uh, in the Aramaic, it's where it says, Ve'af al-gav, in the English, even though. Ve'af al-gav, de'ahadaru garmin, behahu sha'ata kema dehavu, kutsharbrihu ba'al achaza'a lechol alma de'ihu zamin la'achaya metaya. Al da hahu rucha de zamin, la nahata behu betsadikaya. Maktiv me arba ruchot boi haruach, ruach de it klilat be arba. Begin de kuchabrihu zamin la kaima, la hu kiuma shlim be alma kidekaya ut. Veinun de ishtadlu beoraita behai alma, he kaima ale devarnash. Ve'it avidat sanegora kame de kuchabrihu. Rabbi Shimon Amar, kol inun milin de oraita, vehola hi oraita di ishtadaba barnash behayalma. Inun milin vehahi oraita kaima kame de kuchabrihu. Ve'it amrat kame vehi arimat kalin vela ishtakahat. Udahahu zimna i tasiach vetema kefum de it dabak barnash ve ishtadal vehai alma. Vealda inun yekumun bekiuma shlim lechaye alma kede kaamaran. Uveginkach ki yesharim darche alonai vetzadikim yelchuvam ufoshim yikashluvam. Even though the bones returned then to their former state, the Blessed Holy One wanted to show the whole world that he will one day revive the dead. So what is written of that wind destined to descend into the righteous? Come from the four winds, a wind, a wind comprising four. Since the Blessed Holy One intends to sustain them enduringly, fittingly in the world, whoever has engaged in Torah in this world, she stands over him as his advocate in the presence of the Blessed Holy One. Rabbi Shimon said all those words of Torah, all that Torah in which a person engaged in this world, those very words of Torah, stand in the presence of the Blessed Holy One, reciting themselves before him. She calls out unwinningly. At that time she will speak, conveying what the person attained, how he strived in this world, so they will rise enduringly for eternal life, as we have said. Therefore, the ways of Yudhevavi are right, the righteous walk in them, while transgressors transgressors stumble in them.
Footnote 433. She will speak. See above. Note 426. Rabbi Chia Patach. Ve'eli zakin me'od. Ve'shama et kol asher ya'asun banav lachol Yisrael. Ve'et asher yishkavun et hanashim hatzavot hatzavot petach ohel moed. Ve'chi salka datach dechohane Adonai ya'avdun avidta da. Vaha mikadmat dena itmau uflishat oraita hahu hova dilhon dihtiv ki na atsu ni atsu ha anashim et minhat adonai uhtiv umishpat ha kohanim me et haam kol ish zoveach zevach vagomel uhtiv gambeterem yaktirun et ha hele vuvana kohen vamala ish hazoveach na litzlot la kohen vagomer uchtiv amar lo ki atati ten veim lo lakachti bechazka vealda vatehi chatat hanearim gedolam od vechol da la havu natlin ela meinun hulakin de havu lehu lecha lechahane lemechal minei ve'al dehava kalil korbana be'einaihu itanashu v'hacha amal et asher yishkavun et hanashim hatsovot ela chas v'shalom dehavu avde averada kol shekin Beatra Kadisha Hahu, Dela Yakumun Kol Yisrael, Vayiktulun Lon, Ella begin de Havu, Meakve Lon, La Ala, La Makdasha, Umachan Bidun, Dela La Ala, La Mitzle, Tslota, Ad de Korbanin, It Avidu begin de Inun La Maitan. Korbanin le metal hulaka minaihu. Veginkach meakvin lon. Veginkach inun nashim havu ban minaihu la ala taman ve alda ktiv et asher ishkevun et hanashim. Dim akve lon kideka amalan. Rebechia opened. Eli was very old. He heard of all that his sons did in all Israel and how they lay with the women who assembled at the entrance to the tent of meeting. 1 Samuel 2.22 Could you ever imagine that priests of Yudhe would do such a thing? Look, their sin is already stated explicitly in Scripture, as is written, For the men retreated, sorry, for the men treated Yudhevave's offering with contempt, and this was the priest's practice with the people when each man would offer a sacrifice. Even before the fat was burned, the priest's lad would come and say to the man who was sacrificing, Hand over meat to roast for the priest. He would say, No, hand it over now, and if not, I'll take it by force. Therefore, the sin of the young men was very great. 
1 Samuel 2, 13, 15 to 17. Now everything that they took was only from those portions intended for the priests to eat, but because they treated the offering lightly, they were punished. Yet here scripture states how they lay with the women who assembled. Perish the thought that they committed this sin, especially in that sacred place all of Israel would have risen up and killed them. Rather they, they, rather they delayed their entrance into the sanctuary, prohibiting them from entering to pray until the sacrifices had been offered, because they didn't bring sacrifices that included a priestly portion. So they delayed them, and those women would plead with them to enter. Therefore it is written, how they lay with the women, delaying them, as we have said. Footnote 434, their sin is already stated explicitly. The full passage, 1 Samuel 2, 12-17, reads, The sons of Eli were scoundrels. They did not know Yudevavhe. This was the priest's practice with the people. When each man would offer a sacrifice, the priest's lad would come with the meat. While the meat was boiling, a three-pronged fork in his hand, and he would thrust into the cauldron or the pot or the vat or the kettle, and whatever the fork would bring up, the priests would take away with it. Thus they would do to all the Israelites who came there to Shiloh. Even before the fat was burned, the priest's lad would come and say to the man who was sacrificing, Hand over meat to roast for the priest, for he won't take boiled meat from you, only raw. And if the man said, Let the fat be burned up now, and then take whatever you want, he would say, No, hand it over now, and if not, I'll take it by force. The sin of the young men was very great before Yodhevavhe, for the men treated Yodhevavhe's offering with contempt. Footnote 435, these portions intended for the priests to eat, according to Leviticus 7, 31-36, after God's share of Zevach HaShlamim, the, well, the sacrifice of well-being, had been burned on the altar, the priests were then entitled to eat the breast and the right thigh of the sacrificial animal. The sons of Eli, quote, treated the offering lightly, unquote, by seizing their portions of the sacrifice right from the cooking pots, even before the altar sacrifice. See Yoma 9a and b, cross-reference Rashi and Radak on 1 Samuel 2.13, Ralbag on Ibid on the same place, uh, 14, who contend that the priests took more than their share. Footnote 436, they delayed their entrance into the sanctuary. Their sin consisted in the fact that they delayed the women from entering until the shlamim of others had been offered. These women wanted to bring their own offerings after childbirth or abnormal discharges of blood, but since the priestly portion of such offerings consisted only of a small bird, Eli's sons delayed them, preferring to feast on more substantial meat. See Shabbat 55b, Rabbi Shmuel, son of Nachmani, said, In the name of Rabbi Yonatan, whoever says that the sons of Eli sinned is surely mistaken, but then how do I establish how they lay with the women because they delayed their bird offerings preventing them from returning to their husbands scripture charges them as if they lay with them Vedahu be bilbula de arsa, ve avar la cavel shrinta avidita da, de becol atar de shimusha de mitzvah ishtakach shrinta sharia alahu atar ishtakach taman, uman de garim la akava shimusha de mitzvah garim de yistalak shrinta me alma, ve al daktiv, ki alita mishkevei avicha az chilalta. Yetsui Allah. Who begin da 
כתיב, וישכב את בלהה פילגש אביו, וישמע ישראל ויהיו בני יעקב שנים, ש... שנים עשר. כול הוא הבו מניאנה, לה גרה מזכותא דלהון כלום. Similarly, he lay with Bilha. Genesis 35.22 perished the thought that he lay with her. Rather, he prevented her from performing conjugal enjoyment with, her father, with his father by disheveling the bed. He committed this act in the presence of Shekhinah, for wherever conjugal enjoyment is fulfilled, Shekhinah hovers over that place, manifesting there, and whoever prevents conjugal relations causes Shekhinah to depart from the world. So it is written, For when you mounted your father's bed, you defiled the one who mounted my couch. Genesis 49.4 Therefore it is written, He lay with Bilhah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard, and the sons of Jacob were twelve. Genesis 35.22 All included in the count, their virtue undiminished. Footnote 437, similarly he lay with Bilha on this reinterpretation of Reuben's actions, see above, pages 59 to 60. Footnote 438, whoever prevents conjugal relations, see Yevamot 64a, Midrash Agada, Numbers 1036, the phrase, the one who mounted my couch is understood here as referring to Shekhinah. רבי אלעזר אמר, מאי תמה, בקדמיתא ישראל ולבטא יעקב, דכתיב, וישמע ישראל ויהיו בני יעקב שנים עשר. אלא קד עתה ראובן ובלבל ההוא ארצה, אמר, ומה תריסר שבטין הבולי לאבא לקיימה בעלמא ולא יתיר. והשתבאי לעולדה בנין דילמה ענן פגימין דאיהו באי לעולדה אחרנין כמלכדמין מיד בלבל ההוא ארסה ויתעכב ההוא שימושה כאילו עבד קלנה לגבי שכינתא דשריה על ההוא ארסה ועל דא כתיב וישמע ישראל דהא בשמה דא אסתלק גו תריסר דאית קסיאן תאינון תריסר נהרי אפרסמונה דחיה ויהיו בני יעקב שנים עשר אילן תריסר שבטין דשכינתא איתקנת בהוא, ומן אינון אילן דאורייתא אהדרת ואבי לון חושבנה כמלכדמין, כולהו קדישין, כולהו איתחזיין לגבי שכינתא, לאיסטלקה בקדושה דמריהון. רבי אלעזר said Why at first Israel and then Jacob, as is written, and Israel heard, and the sons of Jacob were twelve. Because when Reuven came and disheveled that bed, he said father was supposed to raise twelve tribes in the world, no more. Yet now he wants to engender sons. As are we defective so that he wants to engender others all over again? Immediately he disheveled the bed and intercourse was fouled, disgracing Shekhinah, as it were, who hovered over that bed. So it is written, and Israel heard... Since by this name he ascended into twelve concealed ones, twelve rivers of pure balsam. And the sons of Jacob were twelve, twelve tribes in which Shekhinah is arrayed, 
Who are they? The ones enumerated again by Torah, as before, all of them holy, all of them deemed worthy by Shekhinah to attain the holiness of their Lord. Footnote 439, why at first Israel and Jacob? Why in one of the... And in one and the same verse is the patriarch called by two different names. Footnote 440, by this name he ascended. By wrestling with the angel and receiving the name Israel, the patriarch attained the Sefirah of Tiferet Israel, beauty of Israel, who is filled with the fragrant flow of emanation from Binah. According to rabbinic tradition, 13 rivers of balsam await the righteous in the world that is coming. Footnote 441, sons of Jacob are 12, in which Shekhinah, the name Yaakov, Jacob alludes to Shekhinah, perhaps because she is Akev, heel, i.e. the end of the flow of emanation. On the image of the 12 tribes are ranked Shekhinah. See Zohar, part 1, 155a, 157b to 158a, 159b, 174a, 240b to 241a. And that's it for today's reading. Hope everybody's finding meaning in their studies. I am for sure, and I'll catch you again tomorrow. Take care.